Hello, welcome to the Stella Life Innovators Series. I'm Liz Lundry, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Ehab Musa. Dr. Musa maintains a full-time private practice in New Orleans, Louisiana, focusing on periodontics, dental implant surgery, and prosthetics. And teaching is a passion for Dr. Musa. He's lectured nationally and internationally on many topics, including hard and soft tissue augmentation around implants, periodontal plastic surgery, and partial extraction therapy. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Musa. Thank you so much for having me, Liz. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here with you, and um, thank you again for this kind opportunity. Oh, you're very welcome. I know how busy you are, so thank you for your time. I know you're on the road, so I'm so happy you made some time for us today. So just talking about what you do, tell us about your philosophy of periodontal treatment and implant placement in your practice and in your courses. Well, um, you know, that's uh, that's a great question. And <clears throat> I feel it's a question that can, answered, uh, can be answered in many different forms. But I'll go ahead and I'll talk to you about how I approach um, periodontal implant uh, surgery nowadays, training my patients. And uh, for me, really, I'm a, I'm a person, I'm a clinician that likes to do everything. You know, I'm not, I don't only do full arch implant dentistry. I don't only do hard and soft tissue augmentation. No, up till this day, um, we perform procedures that we save teeth in. So periodontics is still a big part of my practice, saving teeth. Um, you know, regenerative procedures around teeth, but also um, regenerative procedures for implants, meaning hard and soft tissue augmentation for patients that are partially edentulous, missing a few teeth with large alveolar defects. And at the same time, we do manage the, uh, a large part of my practice is the um, terminal dentition patients and patients coming in for full arch implant treatment. And, um, <clears throat> You know, we do have a um, digital um, lab that helps us helps us in uh, managing these patients with immediate loading, whether it be FP1, FP2, or FP3 type of prosthetics. Uh, but this is just, this is basically our philosophy. And my philosophy is, you know, not everything is a nail and my only tool is not a hammer. Yeah. And so when teeth can be saved, we save them. We, we really put the patient first. Uh, based on the patient's clinical condition, based on the patient's systemic condition. Um, we offer different options, and basically I tell the patient what I would do if I were if I were them. Um, and that's pretty much how I go about um, doing dentistry in my practice, you know. Yeah. Um, you asked about how we, we teach it, and that's really... Um, something that I really enjoy and teaching is half the, half the fun for me, just as much as I enjoy doing clinical dentistry, I enjoy teaching. And really the thing I would say that um, sets our teaching apart is the detail level and the step-by-step -step, uh, protocols that we go about doing these procedures with. And so we essentially uh, or treating or, or teaching these procedures with, and essentially we go with, you know, when we do a hard tissue course or a soft tissue course, we talk about didactics first. We talked about the basics for performing these procedures. And then we talk about techniques. And when we talk about techniques, we can go into these techniques in a step-by-step -step fashion. Um, and then obviously we supplement that with uh, hands-on training as well. 
Right. That's great. So, you know, as more uh, dentists are placing implants, what do you think is important for them to understand about bone augmentation and soft tissue management? You're quite the expert with this. Um, thank you. Um, well, that's 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 a great question. There's a lot of people that um, a lot of dentists that want to place implants nowadays, and I think that's a great thing. Uh, but placing implants is more than just placing screws into a piece of bone. Um, I feel one of the biggest challenges that we have in implant dentistry now is the rise in peri-implant disease. And the large cause of the rise of peri-implant disease is implants being placed with insufficient um, knowledge of hard and soft tissue management. So implants that are placed with insufficient quality or quantity of bone or of soft tissue. And in my opinion, dentists who want to place implants should really put an effort into being educated on hard and soft tissue principles. And it doesn't always have to be, you know, big and fancy hard tissue procedures or soft tissue procedures. It can be as simple as knowing where to place your incision how to move keratinized gingiva from the palate towards the buccal aspect around your implants. And so in, in my opinion, um, dentists who are starting to place implants, who want to place implants should be educated in the hard and soft tissue management principles and also should be knowledgeable on the complications that may arise from any procedure being performed. So a big thing for me, I'm not gonna attempt a procedure <clears throat> unless I know how to manage a complication that can arise from this procedure. And so again, knowledge in um, hard tissue, soft tissue augmentation, knowledge in other things like partial extraction therapy on how to maintain the bone and the tissue architecture that's already there um, are really great things to incorporate in your daily implant practice that will increase your success and therefore improve um, patient experience and, and success on the long-term. Right. I really like your, when you're talking earlier about your approach, looking at the whole body, looking at any systemic risk factors. And then when we're, if doctors are doing this type of procedures, they have to really have the imaging as well, you know, and there Absolutely. are, we have to keep up with our education because uh, there are so many, uh, developments and uh, new products and uh, different ways of uh, really being more successful, but it's not enough, to, not enough to just take a couple of courses and just dive ahead. So we really need to have that, that full, the full spectrum of knowledge to, again, avoid these complications, but uh, yeah, that's uh, the way to go, of course. So uh, what sort of advice uh, do you have uh, to offer doctors considering starting to place implants in addition to getting really well-rounded with their education and their, their base of knowledge? Well, you know, it, it's, it doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, through, through our academy, EM Academy, we offer a lot of hands-on courses. And a lot of people will look at this and, you know, a lot of people will be focused on the fact, well, I want to go and do a live patient course because that's how I'm going to learn the best. And it, it's true to a certain extent, but in my opinion, if you want to learn something, you got to take it step by step. Maybe get an online course first. Understand how the techniques are being performed. Learn the steps. Come take a hands-on course where we spend one day on the didactic knowledge, the second day on the hands-on experience, and try this on an animal model. 
Try raising a partial thickness flap. Try stabilizing a bone block. Try harvesting a bone block. You will gain a lot of knowledge that will allow you to understand these techniques. Then you can expand by perhaps going to take a live patient course or seeking out mentoring in your practice. Uh, but in my opinion, it's continuing education. It's nonstop. It's something that we all have to continuously be doing to not not just get better, but even maintain our level of um, expertise and God-given talent. So I'm talking to you today here, and you know I'm in Denver attending a continuing education myself, um, just to keep up with the knowledge on the business aspect of things. And so, like I said, um, just keeping at it. We offer different basic and advanced courses. We offer also, um, we will be offering live patient courses soon. So in my opinion, it's just um, a step-by-step -step process and practice makes perfect like anything else. That's right. And I, I go to a lot of courses. And so uh, doctors that have been placing implants for, you know, many, many years, you know, will talk about their failures because sometimes things happen. And exactly. we learn from each other. So as you were mentioning, having a local mentor mentor is great. And of course, you mentor uh, your attendees and your students too. But at, at the end of the day, uh, to give a patient a functioning mouth and to have them have a happy smile, you know, you're really, I mean, that's that's the best thing you can give a patient, I think. And the satisfaction with that and the great feeling that gives you, it makes all that steady and hard work and the investment in your education worthwhile. You know, I think that's that's why we do it. So, you know, at Stell Life, our mission is to improve lives. And you are absolutely doing that. I know you use Stell Life in your practice as well to, you know, help with getting those nice, predictable results and having the patients comfortable. So, you know, that's been part of your journey, too. I absolutely do. And, um, you know, I have to tell you that my experience with Stella Life has, uh, has really been outstanding. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those people that goes out and makes, you know, extreme claims of, you know, that, you know, I've done clinical studies in my office and done all that. But I can tell you just from my personal experience, uh, incorporating Stella Life in these challenging hard and soft tissue augmentation cases where initial healing and having the body really give us its best healing potential becomes really, really so important. And um, if, if you don't mind, I can share a quick case with you here that kind of demonstrates exactly what I'm talking about. So this, this was a patient, you know, this was one, it was one of those very, very challenging cases. And this was a case that um, I had had a failure, a fa initial failure in a, a large bone augmentation procedure. And, you know, in these cases, a lot of times, especially in bone augmentation, if you get a failure, you're going to end up worse than you initially started. And this is what you see here. Um, this was the condition. And, you know, we're, we're going in to perform a bone graft. You see the scar tissue. You see the lack of flexibility of those tissues. And then we go in, <clears throat> and this is the defect. It's a huge vertical bone defect, and there's a lot of bone missing, probably seven, may, maybe seven millimeters of bone height, uh, three teeth missing in a row. And so we're going to go to use autogenous bone here. So we're using both of this patient's ramuses. And so we're giving it, again, the absolute, the best biologic potential that we can get. And so we want to also allow the host um, to give us the best healing potential that's also possible. And so this is a Todd's bone. 
we follow correct technique and correct principles of application, which is something that, you know, I don't care what you're going to use in your surgeries. If you don't follow correct technique and principles, then you cannot be successful. But everything is stabilized. And I want you to know this, this, the amount of bone that we're putting in there and the amount of soft tissue release that we have to make to cover all that bone. And you can see how, how much struggling um, or how struggling I am here to close my flaps over the bone graft that I've placed. And there's a little bit of tension on the flaps. These are not completely tension-free. <clears throat> and so this was one of my cases where I've utilized Stella Life um, products after the initial failure. So this was the first surgery that the patient started using it. And you can see the healing um, that follows at about two weeks. And Beautiful. this, in my opinion, is really, really um, excellent healing in the eyes of someone who does these procedures and have been doing them for a few years on a regular basis. This is um, as good as it gets in terms of early healing after a bone graft like this, honestly. But then you can see that we follow up and every single procedure that I followed up on this patient, we kept using Stellalife. And you can see here is the soft tissue management phase where we use a vestibuloplasty to get rid of the mucosa. And then we're doing multiple um, free soft tissue grafts at the same time. And here you can see a free gingival graft at the top also being placed. And this is the final soft tissue healing that we were able to get. And so these are cases where I feel that really Stella Life, there is a factor that is being added to get the best healing potential um, out of this particular patient. Um, and so again, um, these are the cases where I feel that um, Stella Life really, really helps um, in, in the healing, as you saw in the previous case. That's great. Wonderful. Uh, looking at that case, I mean, that's challenging. And with all that you did, the patient would have a lot of opportunity for discomfort, you know, Absolutely. so having still like there, I've had two perio surgeries myself with massive grafting back in December. So I, I know what that is like in having uh, donor sites, you know, on the palate. And Absolutely. it does make make a big difference. But the challenge for you there, it was a challenging case anyway, but it's also in the aesthetic zone. So, you know, to get that and nail that down and make it look beautiful, that's just incredible. So congratulations on all that you're doing. And uh, you have, you're just a wealth of knowledge. So I uh, hope everybody can learn more from Dr. Musa and really want to thank you for, for joining us today and sharing what you do. So uh, all the best to you with your travels and your courses. And yeah, I know you have some upcoming this year. So make sure everyone knows about those. And for everybody else, I want to just thank you all for joining us today. And uh, enjoy yourselves, whatever you're doing. And let's all keep learning and stay well. Thank you, everybody. See you next time.